anything else. Susan Sarandon was the whole thing. Yeah, she was. Good Lord, look at that woman. She was she was about twelve and what? No, no, she was older than twelve. That gets me in big trouble. What was Tim like? Tim Curry. Tim is first of all, Tim got typecast a little bit, but Tim is one of the greatest actors to ever walk on a stage or in a film. I mean, truly. And I've worked with I've worked with really great actors. Um, I've worked with oh man, I can't even start to tell you. I, I forget them all. From Michael Keaton to Bill to Steve Martin to uh, Bill Macy, Laura Dern goes on and on and on. Sixty. I've been in sixty-eight films. Most people don't even know that. Patrick Swayze. Um, I I don't know. They're just there. They're people and they're actors. And I'm an actor. And the only difference between me and Brad Pitt on the on the set of Fight Club is that he made twenty million dollars and I didn't. Okay. Thank you. Come on. Okay, well, get a microphone. Thanks. Go ahead. So I don't know if this is off the table or not, but I'm. I don't think anything's off the table. Good. Good. Uh, the time you spent doing The Apprentice. Do you have any thoughts on whether? Uh, Trump is sort of this character that he's created, or is this the real thing? Oh, that's Donald. Oh, uh, now he's a, he's a, you know, he's, listen, he got mad at me when we were doing that. I did an interview with, I don't remember, you know, one of those entertainment 730 shows, and uh, they asked me, do you think Donald Trump would make a good president? And I, I said, well, he's not running for president, but if I was president, I would put him in in my cabinet in a, in a finance position because he could do a lot of good for people. And the one thing that has driven me crazy is that people keep talking out there, you know what, about things that they don't know. And they keep calling him prejudiced in this. I can tell you one thing, I went to dinner I was the only apprentice that I know of that, and I, his daughter told me this, I went to dinner with him and his family three times when we were doing that. And uh, there is not a chance in hell that that man is prejudiced. And if, for those people to say that, I mean, I want to jump in through the television screen and hit him right in the face. He may be a little crazy and a little off the cuff, but the man is very intelligent. and. I'm going to get into politics just for one second. Now they're going saying we want his tax returns to see if he paid secret agents in Russia and the Ukraine. Now the first thing he's going to do is put that on his tax returns. Oh, extra money for the Russian agent who helped me with the election. Minus five million. And the Ukraine guy. Oh yeah, it's going to be on the tax returns. Fuck you. That's it. No more politics. Okay? Another question. Somebody raised their hand. Hello? Yeah. Um, with uh, modern music being more reliant on alterations and technology to help people, do you think it's losing its factor of performance and its sheer art? Um, not for Bruno Mars. Um, Bruno Mars is the real deal. Uh, Everybody else? Yes. Um, I hear too much technology going on in the... Um, 
and people go on stage and don't sing at all. They lip-sync the entire show. I went to a show once, I won't tell you who it was, um, in Manchester, England, because we were there and we were gonna, we had, I don't know, six nights or something. And so we had an off night and somebody was playing. And I said to the production manager, I said, so about how long is this show? And he goes, an hour and 31 minutes. And I said, how do you know it's an hour and 31 minutes? He goes, because it's on tape. And I went. So anyway, I, I, I kind of lost respect right there. Um, because Seeger and, and Freddie and me and Bruce and the Eagles and people that really perform would never go on stage and fucking lip sync. That's just not how it goes. And Queen used to have background vocals on tape. And I went to see him probably a month ago because I'm friends with Brian. And I said, you got background vocals on tape this time? He went, no, but he lied. Because there's one part where they all leave the stage and everything keeps going, but that's okay. And because uh, it's on Bohemian Rhapsody. Mamma mia, mamma mia. And, uh, and so anyway, but no, I, none, of the, none of the real human beings that are, that, are, that are performers and true artists would never do that. So, and I don't, I don't, they wanted to, on Henkel Teddy Bear, uh, the producer is Rob Cavallo, who is, does Dave Matthews, Goo Goo Dolls, Green Day, so on, a really great producer. And so he said, I did a vocal, and so I, you know, a song, and he said, well, we're gonna send it up to Seattle to the tuner guy, and I said, you're gonna do what? You're gonna send it to be tuned? Why? He goes, well, we just, you know, just to make it really perfect. I said, no, it shouldn't be perfect. Now, if there's something wrong here, then I'll do it over. But a song can never be perfect. I don't care if it's on a record or live or anything. It, it, it's impossible. So when they start to tune something to make it perfect, it is no longer real. So I wouldn't allow it. That's on a, an album called Hango Taylor. I wouldn't allow them to do it. I said, no way. I'll sing whatever you want over, but I'm not letting you send it anywhere. And they didn't. So if you buy Hankel Teddy Bear, that's real stuff. So, but nowadays I think they send every album to be tuned. I don't know if they send Bruno Mars or not, but I like him. Anybody else? Come on. Hello. There you go. You've been raising your hand for a while. Hello, me. How you doing, man? Um, I grew up on you in your early film. You know, Every time if I go to perform it, that's why I don't perform it all the time. I start crying until I find the character. Once I and then every time I heard it at, I'm thinking about it, I'm starting to cry. So I said, well, this is it. This is the last album. Because the first album, the last song made me cry. And now I'm gonna put Dolly's song as the last song on the next record, and it makes me cry. So 
we've gone full circle with that. It's called On a Clear Blue Day. It is, it makes me cry. I'm sitting here thinking about it and I'm starting to cry. I'm thinking about crying out loud in this song. I'm, they make me cry. That's, that's who I am. I, I'm, I'm that much emotion. So anyway, thanks for the question and thanks for making me cry in front of everybody. Okay, anybody else? Come on. Go ahead. Hi. Where are you? Okay. Hi. Um, I actually wanted to know who your favorite musician was and what your favorite song is. Well, my favorite band is the Eagles. And for the longest time, the last song before I went to the and 